0: Learning to be happy with Da Hello and welcome back, it's episode 3 And in our first episode, we looked at what we want and why we want it and came to the conclusion that all we really want is to feel good and what we really fear is feeling bad and everything we want, careers, jobs, possessions, is due to the confidence we have. Those experiences will give us some kind of pleasant feeling and how powerful it is to remember The feeling that we really want so asking ourselves what feeling is it here that I'm really looking for what feeling do I want to experience more of because that puts us in the position of asking will this really make me feel that way how long will that feeling last and in our second episode we took a look at the assumptions that we make about what can and cannot make us feel good and where our feelings come from so Ordinarily, we're under the assumption that circumstances or external things cause us to feel good or bad. And based on this understanding, we develop what is known as attachment. So attachment is when we relate to something as if it makes us feel good, that the joy or pleasure that we feel comes from it. And so we become attached to it, meaning that we fear losing what we have and we fear not getting what we want because we believe we need it to feel good. So attachment is essentially a way of relating to the world around us. And yes, different people are attached to different things. But the mechanism's exactly the same. It's that confidence I spoke of in the first and second episode. The confidence that something makes you feel good. That it will make you feel good. And this is where the craving for it comes from, to have it or experience it. So we want to look at the things we often feel attached to, the things that we already desire and that many of us pursue with a certain amount of seriousness and confidence will give us satisfaction and ask how long will it feel good for and how does it make us feel good or bad. So here we go. I want to offer you this definition of a true cause of happiness. So if something really makes you happy, it should only make you feel good, never make you feel bad, and make you feel better the more you have of it. See, that's the definition of something truly good. So now let's look at the things that we pursue in our life, like food. Some of us are quite attached to food. We think about our meals a lot, we plan a lot we wanna ask, does eating always make you feel good? Does eating more and more make you feel better and better? Well, definitely not. I mean, even with our favorite foods, if we were to continually eat them, maybe even just eat them every day, we might grow, grow sick of it. But certainly, if we were to continuously eat beyond the point of hunger, we feel bad. So eating isn't something that can really make us happy. That's not to say it doesn't feel good, but that good feeling doesn't last and we can't rely on eating to make us feel good all the time. So we also want to look at things like money and possessions. Now, if money and possessions were the cause of feeling good and to have more and more of them would make us feel better and better, then anyone who has more money and more possessions than us should be happier than we are. And every time we have more money in our bank account, we should feel happier and happier. And of course, we know this isn't true. There are rich and famous people who are depressed, who commit suicide. We sometimes get excited getting our paycheck. But often, you know, we put money in the bank account to save it. And it's not like we're markedly happier in our day-to-day life, in our moment-to-moment experience, because that money is sitting there. So possessions are equally troublesome. Sometimes having too many things becomes a source of stress. You need to worry about taking care of those things, moving those things, losing those things, breaking those things. When I said attachment means believing something makes you feel good, well, when you're attached to your possessions, there's always the seed of fear of losing them, of breaking them. So from this point of view, There's never real satisfaction. There's always concern when it comes to money and possessions on some level. And we also want to look at relationships and ask, are there any relationships in my life which have only ever made me feel good and which make me feel better and better the more time I spend with this person? Even like our best relationships uh, are often a source of doubt and concern and insecurity and frustration and trigger all sorts of negativity in us at times. So certainly relationships aren't a cause of happiness. And we wanna remember, especially if we're single and we're desiring to be with a partner, to have a partner, to get married or have children. And we have this feeling that getting married and having children will really make me happy. Well, you need to remember that there are hundreds of millions of people in the world who are married and have children who are not happy who aren't very happy at all. They're everywhere, <laughs> These people are all around us. So there's no reason to think that you're gonna be an exception to this, that it will give you lasting happiness and satisfaction moment to moment, like day to day, when it hasn't done so for other people. So it's important to remember that we, don't, we can learn from other people's experiences. We don't need to get everything we want to realize whether or not it's gonna make us happy. We can look at the experience of other people. So what is something that is always gonna feel good, never make us feel bad, and make us feel better the more we have of it? Well, I can offer four things. Appreciation, gratitude, love, and compassion. These are not things that we possess, and they're not things we experience with our senses. They're not things that we hear or see or touch at all. Rather, they are perspectives or attitudes we have towards experience. So when you appreciate something, you are viewing it in a way in which you concentrate on its positive qualities. You you find beauty in it. You find interest in it. You find something to be curious, valuable, fascinating. When you have gratitude for something, You're recognizing its value to you. You're recognizing either its practical or emotional value to you. And this recognition makes you feel good. So love and compassion are similar. Um, I like to define love as the happiness you feel at the thought of someone else's happiness. So in this way, it doesn't depend on whether the people that you love are actually happy. You know, when they're unhappy... You don't have to be unhappy. It's just the thought of their happiness that makes you feel good. That's love. And that's something that will only feel good and never feel bad. And the more love that you have for others, the happier you are. So these are things we want to rely on. We wanna analyze, reflect very carefully on everything I've just said about all these things that we pursue with confidence. Are gonna make us feel good. But how? You know, making use of that question from the second episode how? How is that gonna make us feel good? What is the scientific mechanism between those experiences and our day to day satisfaction? Well, there's no physical relationship, right? Because there's no feeling molecules entering our body. The relationship is only in the story that we tell ourselves. When we tell ourselves the story that, we're getting what we wanted, we feel good. When the story of our life is, I'm not getting what I want, we feel bad. But even this is just based on the assumption that getting what you want is a reason to feel good and not getting what you want is a reason to feel bad. And that's something we've learned. That's something that we've been taught, that not getting what you want is a reason to feel bad. You know, you never have to explain it to someone. When you say, oh, I didn't get the job, people go, I'm sorry. You know, the fact that that's how people act is evidence that everyone agrees not getting what you want is a reason to feel bad. Because when you don't get what you want, people say, sorry. But this is something that we need to challenge. Maybe I don't need to get what I want in order to be happy. And this is what we're here to learn about and which a lot of this podcast is going to be about. It's a training in the confidence that We don't need any special reason to feel good. That we can feel good through correct imagination. So in other episodes, we're going to use some mindfulness and meditation techniques to cultivate these positive feelings, to rediscover them through using our mind differently. And that satisfaction, that understanding that through a shift in perspective, we can feel what we wanted our attachment decreases. So as I said in the first episode, what we really want is to feel good. We want to identify specifically the emotion that we want to experience more of. We want to ask how events in our life could possibly make us feel that way. And hopefully with some practice, you know, we'll understand that we can feel those things anytime we want by thinking in a certain way. With the example of gratitude, and the way that I teach it, and how it's very different from how others teach it, is this. When you're encouraged, for example, to keep a gratitude journal, often you're writing, oh, I'm thankful for my home, or my clothes, or my friends. And as you write this, you're still caught in that perspective that those things are making you feel good. And even now, when you're sitting on the couch by yourself, this good feeling that you have is coming from those things but how you know ask that question how you're sitting on the couch by yourself right now there's nothing happening to you the walls around you are not doing anything to you (laughs) you know your friends aren't there the things that you feel good about aren't really present or aren't doing anything to you so where is this good feeling coming from it's coming from your gratitude you see That pleasant feeling you're experiencing when you keep a gratitude journal is not from the things you're grateful for, it's from your gratitude for them. You are the source of the pleasant feeling and you are projecting it on them. So it's a very subtle but important distinction that we need to realize in in our own experience, you know. The feeling must be coming from your mind because nothing's happening to you. The only thing that's happening is a change of thinking You're sitting there and thoughts come and with them other feelings come. When grateful thoughts come, pleasant feelings come. So it's the thoughts that bring these feelings. It's not the things themselves because they're not even there, you're sitting by yourself. Your friends aren't around. So these pleasant feelings are coming from your thoughts. You are the source of them. As we understand it as best we can, it shifts our intentions from pursuing food and money and possessions and relationships and careers. Not that we can't still do those things, but our attitude is different. We don't necessarily believe it will make us feel good. We understand that it's appreciation that makes us feel good. If you get what you wanted, but have no appreciation for it in the present, it cannot make you feel good. You know, when someone lives in a mansion It doesn't make them happy unless they slow down, sit there, look around, and truly take find beauty in it, you know? And then where is that feeling coming from? It's coming from them. That pleasant feeling is coming from their appreciation. But that feeling we get from appreciating something or being grateful is more or less the same. It doesn't actually matter so much what we have as it matters the attitude we have about it. Because that's where the feeling's really coming from and so in this way there's some evidence of course we can be happy with less this practice leads us to being happy with less and it addresses that question from the first and second episode identify the feeling you want to experience and ask is there some other way some easier way i could experience this feeling and you know there is we can accomplish most of what we desire through a change of thinking. And the more passion that you have for this, and this passion comes from your desire to be happy. Remember, everything you do and desire, you do because you care for yourself, because you want to feel good and you want to avoid feeling bad. This is the whole motivation for almost everything we do. And when you see that learning to appreciate the world, your life, yourself, other people, that this change of thinking is what will give you this pleasant feeling, this satisfaction, then you do, you feel a passion for it and you feel determined to be more positive, to change your way of thinking. All of this depends on understanding the limitations of physical things to make you feel good. How do we accomplish that? Through the question, how? How do external things make me feel good or bad? I give them that power. It follows my expectations. If I believe something's gonna make me feel good, I'll probably feel good when it happens. If I believe something will make me feel bad, I'll probably feel bad when it happens. (laughs) But this is the takeaway point. Try to rely on appreciation and gratitude. Don't take material things so seriously. Remember that their capacity to make you happy is very limited, but your, the capacity for love and appreciation to make you happy is limitless and this is what we need to train in and i hope you can manage a little bit of that um, we're going to talk a lot more about it in the future and i'll catch you next time